you should include the stuff that we get off track of like with yeah <laughs> you should include that stuff yeah because it's funny and if this is in clearly we're recording this after we're after already we're done. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Dale Podcast. Today it's myself, Rocky, and William. Say hello. Hello. And we're going to be, yes, he is. And we're going to be, uh, what's the word I want to be? Talking about some shit. No. All right. I wanted to say something cool, but Cooler. we are. We're going to talk about some shit. I wanted to be like a, a radio host that's going to, like, oh, yeah. going to, uh, we're gonna groove on down to groove something groove <laughs> jazz and smooth jazz and mandalorians i don't know <laughs> we're gonna talk about certain things and you're going to listen to it some of them you'll be more interested in than others and you're gonna just listen to the whole thing all right because okay. we're fun to talk to okay and to listen to so um yeah let's talk about it Let's talk about it. We got one episode left. We got one episode left. We've watched. I've been wanting to do like a, uh, like a, a separate episode about Mando, but it's not happening probably. So we're just gonna talk about it now, and we have managed. It's taken so long, and we're six episodes or seven episodes seven. in. We've got one left. Um, <laughs> so a lot has happened. Um, and it's like my favorite episodes are the ones you know what i'm tired of hearing myself talk i want to hear what your thoughts are first okay okay and respond to them because okay here's sick of hearing my own voice oh i love hearing you talk you know that <laughs> um well i think it's a good show mm-hmm. first i just want to say that because I am going to say things that I don't like about it. Right. Because um, I know that's how you talk about stuff. It's just, yeah. That's, it just is. Yeah. It's more fun to it just, because who, who cares about, it's great. And this is great. Yeah. And this is great. Yeah. I will talk um, about stuff I like too. I'll talk about stuff I like too. Um, and I will gush over some things about it. Yeah. And, and then we can make fun of other stuff. It's not uh, perfect. Yeah. It's not perfect. Show. Um, so let's see the first episode was cool was i liked uh yeah it was my name? it's my favorite one besides yeah. the it? last one besides the last okay, one okay the last like, one was good yeah um timothy oliphant yep plays think, yeah cob vanth that was all very good um yeah the, but one thing i could do with less is this thing i talked about before. i don't know if we talked about it on the podcast uh, yeah we did brief, mm. briefly um this thing the thing about the side questiness of the of the show right right and it's uh, it's a little annoying because i mean they're not it's not as if um there's part of the story 
uh, uh, the main story, we reached a point where, uh, okay, we, we've hit a dead end. Now he has to like um, go and keep doing things. So he encounters a new thing, totally unrelated for a few episodes until he finds mm. more to do um, in the story. No, it's just all those side quests are essentially adding extra steps to the main quest. Right. So which is I've been, weird. I've been like, wanting to talk about this. Um, so my counter argument, and I'm not saying that your argument is invalid because it is, because it's just as it's not really a question for me of bad writing. It's a question of what someone wants out of the show versus what the writers want out of the show. And I can yeah. tell that they very much advertise the show as like, you know, it's kind of like when you had your your Star Wars action figures and then you just made up adventures with them. You know what I mean? Stuff that didn't exactly actually happen. Um, and it's kind of messy and you see new stuff. And I feel like their, their probably argument would be, yeah, maybe we did that too many times and we'll try to cut. I'm hoping they cut back on it um, for the next season. Like the whole like start, stop, start, stop. But at the same time, I bet their, their argument would be, well, then nothing would happen. Like, it would just be like, I find the thing and then I bring it to another thing and then I go and like his whole, like it wouldn't be a challenge if you could just walk up politely and ask somebody for something and they give it to you and then you have to, and you take the thing and you just walk in through the front door and it's not a big deal and you get the thing and you leave. Like they kind of, it's one of those things where it's like half the stuff or more than half of the stuff that happens in the show that's awesome wouldn't happen if it was really straightforward and he just was like they were in the last season they just told him where to go and what to do um if everyone I, just knew well, everything if everyone just knew everything all the time if everyone had all the answers and you know right yeah obviously you can't make it too easy that's not really what i'm saying so much like okay uh of course there has to be like challenges in the main quest uh of the main story of like reaching the point but the steps that like make this process need to take eight episodes instead of mm -hmm. uh, five or whatever, or three um, are, they're not, how to, how to describe this? They're not really <laughs> derivative of the actual quest. They are a separate, they thing. are things they are things that are like put there usually by other characters that like he's trying to get information and they're saying no until you go do this other quest. It's right. not like he's on the quest to find the information and he has to do that for some reason. Like if he literally like has to go do it. It's sort of like, mm -hmm. I'll tell you, but you have to go do this for me first. Right. And it's, Right. it's it's that structure i think is a little weird and it feels a little artificial to me sure. rather than sure rather than sort of um say uh, what did he he needed to do on what did he need to do on that planet um uh, the, in the first episode um he was looking for he heard about someone who had armor like him out in this 
random town, um, Mos Pelgo. Why was he even there, though? That had nothing to do with Baby Yoda. I forget. I forgot it was just why. the armor thing. I guess it was just the Wait, armor thing. Wait, did he? Thing. It was just the armor thing, and I think he needed, didn't he need repairs? Because he was all fucked up. Oh, yeah. Up so, season. okay. So, that that episode was just, had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I think <laughs> it was a way, of, so it was the James Bond action scene opening of the season where it's sort of related, but not entirely yeah. related. And it's just like watching him be cool and we didn't even get that much baby Yoda stuff. I think they were um, trying to <clears throat> establish the tone of the show and also show off that they had more money and also show off um, that, Oh, Hey, we're going to start um, mining characters from books and shows and things like that. Um, also, and I'm just looking at this from like a writing standpoint because, and also Mike, but my main counter argument would be that the stuff he learns and the friends you make along the way, <laughs> the stuff he learns in those filler, filler quote unquote episodes are sometimes he finds actually, he finds out information that he wouldn't have known that are, is helpful later on. Also, sometimes he learns things as a character that he would he would not be in the same place character wise if he didn't all that stuff hadn't happened like he gets closer to grogu and he gets he he is getting less zealous about his um like his upbringing and stuff like that he's meeting new people yeah that are have different ways of doing things and i think this is the whole idea and now finally he took in this latest episode he took off his mask for Grogu. He had to, and he took off his mask. And so I'm seeing like the idea, uh, uh, the writer would probably try to argue their point. Like, well, all this stuff is more for the character development rather than main story. That, yeah, right. that's true. Um, but it could have been I like, done better. I, like I agree. The only, the only thing I really, I think the, the, the main, if I could, I think boil it down to what I don't like about it is that when he does one of those quests, like when he takes um, the gecko lady to whoever, or when he takes, or when he fights the thresh, uh, not thresher ma, <laughs> thresher ma, um, the wrong franchise, the crate dragon, the crate dragon, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, so when he does those things, uh, feels a little eh to me because he didn't personally have any interest in doing it like, right and he didn't it's not like he the the crate dragon itself has something he needed he needed yeah it was you know this could you please help this me with contract. this problem and you can just have the armor yeah he just like there was a Jin contract was, that so like it's yeah. not like he there wasn't like a physical reason in the world that he needed to do that it was just yeah, he, he was made a contract to, with someone he was about which to is like, shoot somebody he was about to shoot Cobb um, yeah and get and take the armor or maybe not kill him but he was about to take it by force which he would have been able to do um Cobb Vanth is is a skilled fighter but he's just a guy Mandalorian yeah. or uh, Din is much more skilled. So anyway, yeah, he was about to just take it because he's like, that's not yours. Yeah. But then, but, yeah. So like, I keep bringing up 
for some reason it makes me think of how supernatural is structured even though it's not like a great show it's not like my, <laughs> my favorite show but um in that show they they have at least in the early seasons they're looking for clues There's the main plot for the clues for the main plot and yeah. and in looking for those uh like following those leads they do get sidetracked and then they have to fix that because it's an issue for them right but like um it's a real issue and they're not just forced to do it because someone won't give them what they want mm-hmm. <laughs> like um and it's it's that's fine if it's a few episodes but i think they should switch up how he goes on the quest rather than it's all just, it's always it's so always far. like this has nothing to do with you but you can you help me with this so yeah and then i'll help you, you. right it's a series of right contracts. no and you know what you know what there's enough of a even around casual viewers of the show, there's enough of a response like that. Like even people who really like the show bringing up the, uh, it's the side quest. You know what I mean? That whole joke, the fact that it's become like almost a meme for the show um, tells me that they're not going to make that same mistake again. Um, this is me being optimistic. Me, This is me. Cause I know that they do listen to feedback and they probably were like, well, if we're going to do some kind of, quote, side mission, it needs to be directly related to whatever the main yeah. story like is. Like the last episode was a side mission. Like they had to, they had to go do but something else. It had but to it, do. it had to do. They had to do that. It's not like the guy was just like, yeah, I'll help you. I'll help you. But you need but, to come with me <laughs> yeah. to this other planet to do this other thing that's incredibly dangerous. Yeah. It feels <laughs> better if it's if there's an actual stake in, and that's why you like this last they have so to much. do it yeah because like at the end of the day in the first one if he he could have taken the armor if he right. so chose to do that uh-huh. uh, or um like five reason? like chapter five worked too because i know it was the ahsoka show for that episode and i know that's what we were there to see but he brought grogu to the jedi and then he just got caught up in what she was doing. Yeah, that worked. That was good too. And that was fine. Like a... And I know it still feels like side questy because it's not his. He doesn't have a personal stake in the whatever she's doing on that planet, which is like liberating the people from the Imperial Warlord. But like, um, for one, it introduced some new things for for the Mandalorian. It, it brought it introduced the spear, which I think will be used, and also. Um, there's a lot of information that's sort of dropped in the in the show that's sort of world building stuff, and because Ahsoka is kind of a what do you call her? She's a bit of a even though she was introduced in the Clone Wars, she's a what you call a legacy character who has been around and has watched a lot of galactic events and has been a participant in those things. And she she's a wealth of knowledge in terms of like, I mean, he didn't she didn't just go let me tell you about my life because that would have been really fan servicey and annoying. Let's have a flash. Every every time there's a new episode, there's always people that go, God, I hope we get some flashbacks with Anakin and Obi-Wan. And it's just like, that's not what this fucking show's about. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's... if we're going to get anything like that, that's going to be in the Obi-Wan show. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> like... weird. And I don't know why you're expecting, like, Ian McGregor and Hayden Christensen to show up for a 30-second flashback in, in a, a ma- not and, and, it, and it means nothing to him. Remember in Star Trek yeah. Into Darkness when Khan revealed he was Khan? And it means fucking nothing yeah. to Chris Fine's Kirk because he's never <laughs> met the guy and he has no... He's Khan. And it literally was like, he was literally like, my name. It was, yeah. 
God. It was just for the audience. Like, yeah. And I remember the audience eating it up and being like, oh my God. And then uh, me and you were just kind of like, it's <laughs> like, okay. Because cool. cool. it literally just What's... like, it holds on him for a while and there's really creepy music. And then it holds on Chris Pine and all he does is go, so what are you doing? Like, he, he doesn't respond to the so, like. So why'd you call yourself John then? Because <laughs> your name is Khan. Oh, did you like misspell it? And then you're like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> That's one of the reasons why we, we, we bitch about that movie is because like that movie was like, so like all the references and things like that was just for the audience, but it meant nothing to the characters in this yeah. version of the universe. And also fucking everyone was like, is he Khan? Before it came out. And Jay yeah. was like, no, he's not Khan. He's not Khan. He's not. Fuck. He's a new character. Fuck. He's not Khan. <laughs> he's a new character named john john Harrison. is it con though no it's he's a name his his name is con Harrison. i mean john here his name's con i mean john fuck <laughs> john nugent i mean con harrison john not con he's his name <laughs> uh, no but anyway so yeah um i think you and i are in agreement with that kind of stuff so yeah. like but well, let me talk weird. about things I like just so okay. people don't like, you know, and, and think I hate them. the show. I love the show. Uh, we're, just, we're just, you know, we love Star Wars. And so we're critical of Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. It's like when you, not like in your an, mom or your, or your brother. And you yeah, and you them, love them. But like, stop being such a Stop idiot. being such a fucking. No, um, but I was just going to, but before you start, but like, I was just going to say that we're not critical in that annoying way where it's just like well they clearly just want to hate on everything yeah. like like not once do yeah do i disagree with you a lot about star wars sure but do i ever get the feeling that you're just being a fucking asshole who just won't like anything new no i never get that impression i can tell you want to like the thing <laughs> like <Yeah>. it's just <laughs> yeah like a lot of i mean a lot of the reasons why i don't like certain things is because i like it and so i want to it to be the the, the things that annoy me annoy me because it it would be so much better if yeah that was and different. Not that you're um, saying like I'm such a better like some of the ideas that the people that hate on a lot of the new stuff their ideas are fucking terrible, like terrible. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. they they have not I have not seen better suggestions. Same thing with uh, a lot of like people that just hate things like the Mass Effect three ending that I'm. I'm thinking about that now because because <laughs> now one there's new Mass is, Effect, yeah, and they're and the remaster is coming out, and people are like, as long as they don't keep the ending to Mass Effect Three, I'm like, why wouldn't they? Why? <laughs> that's the ending that they made that they chose, and to... that's the one they wanted, not because they were like, uh, I don't care. It's because yeah. it's the one they wanted to do. They didn't and just like, do it because. But everyone's the ideas of how that should have gone, which is like they fucking make the the weapon, and then they just kill all the reapers and then shepherd and and garris hang out on a beach after and that would be fuck. awesome yeah. like dude <laughs> that's not a story yeah that's <laughs> and you missed like... the point of the whole thing but yeah not to get too sidetracked but yeah people that side quest they they don't have uh good ideas but we do yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but we do all of we're our different. ideas are great we're different we're exceptions <laughs> um so i love that they brought in boba fett that's awesome. Um, I think I hope they use him 
in a good way. You can tell because you notice how they didn't even, they barely had him in this episode, yeah. this new one. And I was like, fine with that. Because I was like, don't overdo it. Because yeah. we're just, people are just going to want to hear about Boba Fett if you have, Bo- it's like when yeah, they're making, it to be the Boba Fett show. Yeah, when they were making Rogue One, they were basically like, the director, Gareth Evans, was like, if I have too many scenes, if I have more than just a couple of scenes with Vader, that's all people want to see. If he's just yeah. there the whole like we should have just made Vader the villain. It's like then you don't care about anything else besides you don't care about any new new characters. You're just like, yeah, but what's going on with Vader? Because he's so iconic and he just overtakes everything. You just want it, that's all you want to watch. And it's not because newer characters are bad or anything like that. It's just because we're more likely to uh over like overanalyze or, or really want to watch stuff that is nostalgic and things we've seen before. You know yeah. what I mean? Over new stuff, which we haven't, we don't know anything about yet. And so yeah, I think they did the right amount of with Boba Fett. Yeah. I mean, was I love... Boba Fett yeah, stuff yeah. in chapter six, a little fan servicey. Yeah. But then I, mean, I loved it. No, know. but I'm saying, but just what fan service is kind of is, it's kind of like the seismic charge in the newest episode. That was awesome. That was fucking rad because it was just the right amount. Because literally, I was watching a bunch of people's reactions to it, and a lot of them were like, "Please use that seismic charge. And, Please yeah, use why, the seismic charge." If he had him, why wouldn't he use? Why it? wouldn't he use it? Yeah. You know, what I mean, like this is the perfect time to use it. And it's like, yeah, is it a callback? Yeah, is it kind of a a cheap way to get us all like pumped? Yeah, but he only did it after we just watched a kick-ass episode. He didn't just, they don't, the writer, the writers who did this one and the director didn't rely on those kind of moments to make the episode good. The move, the episode was good before that happened. It wasn't yeah. like we were just watching and eh, whatever. And then they use the seismic charge and then it, it woke us up and we we're like, yeah, that was cool. And then we go back into a coma. Like we were already like, this episode's awesome. Like, I was actually, um, <laughs> Because me, I'm very ADD. So even in a show that I like, I'll like look away and start like looking at my phone. Doing which other is stuff. Annoying. If anyone did that around me watching Lost, I would. Fucking, you would like crush the would, phone and crush their larynx. Yeah, yeah that's actually <laughs> like I was watching. I would watch Lost with people, and I'd be like, "You can't be on your phone. You have to put your phone over there. I won't tolerate it." <laughs> no, because I'll be pissed. Because um, I don't want to explain shit to you. Yeah, but I do it, and. But anyway, so I was looking at my phone and then I heard the bam and I was like, what the fuck? Did you go back? Yeah. (laughs) Because you just thought they were gone and they were leaving and yeah. Uh and it was awesome. But so yeah, Boba Fett was great. His fight in episode six, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one before this most recent one. Um was super cool. And a thing about that episode, though, as me complaining again, is well, we talked about it, but the jetpack thing was just so... It was really lazy. <laughs> there could have been a lot of ways to get around that. Honestly, I would have just given him the jetpack, just kept it on, or have him pick it up before the Dark Troopers show up. He gets uses the jetpack to get there in time. However, the Dark Troopers just waste him. Yeah. Like, they... Like they fuck he's, him up. They, they fuck him, him up. Or, or, like, or, literally, they, or literally, like, one of them... One of them like is in front of him, and the other one comes behind and literally rips the jetpack off and like crushes it, or like, like because they're smart. They're supposed to know. They're supposed to be like souped up super soldier droids, and so they would 
They don't fuck around. They I didn't don't know that, by the way. I didn't know what they were. Until yeah. This oh, well, I guess these versions of the Dark Troopers are droids. I think that's why when they were coming down, they were shooting down from the Star Destroyer or whatever the, the light cruiser that Gideon has. They did little up close shots of some of their parts. They like showed their feet and they showed their hands. And you can just tell they're droids. No. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're droids. Apparently, I didn't know. Because I had never played Shadows of the Empire or whatever. It wasn't Shadows. Oh, so it was uh, Dark uh, Forces. Dark so Forces. Okay. Did, have you ever heard of Kyle Katarn, that character? Mm, yeah, I've heard so of So he was a Jedi him, character from Dark Forces and Jedi Outcast and Jedi Outcast 2 Jedi Academy. Jedi Academy, that's the one. So they're Jedi huge, Academy. especially Legends fans. People are really fan of that stuff. Huge fans of that. And a big part of the storylines that Kyle Katarn got involved with involved death, uh, Dark Troopers which there's like a few versions of those, but I think the first or second version of them were like these big droid things. And, um, but then like later on the, like the final version involves like, that's why some people are speculating the clone stuff that we saw in episode four has to do with the dark troopers because, um, you know, they're trying to get like, they're, they're obviously trying to use Grogu to like get force sensitive blood into another being or whatever to like, yeah, And one of the things they ended up successfully doing, at least for some prototypes, was make a version of the Dark Trooper that was like humanoid, like a clone body, and had, and it was force sensitive, and also had, was like part droid though, like it was like these big like, like, so I don't know if they're going to do that, I don't know if all this clone stuff has to simply do with Palpatine, or if they're trying to make force using soldiers. I feel or, like... Moff Gideon is the type of person to want to. Maybe he is trying to. Yeah, yeah. That's also. I think that'd be awesome. I think that's a theory that's floated around too. That he's actually obsessed with the Jedi and because he has a lightsaber. He has a lightsaber that he look. It looks like he just so from the first episode from the first season. Sorry, when we find out that Gideon has a dark saber, the people who kind of in the know about the dark saber were just like, okay, did he kill Bo Katan and take it from her? Cause she had it last or did he just steal it from somewhere? And she, and then it was confirmed in the third episode with Bo-Katan when she was asking that officer, where is it? You know what I mean? She doesn't even know where it is. And she's like, and then she's like, yeah, but he has it, you know? And so it sounds like he didn't take it from her directly. So it sounds like it's just something he stole during the purge of Mandalore. Something that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like he just wants to be like one of the plot lines they could go with is that he's kind of obsessed with being like a Jedi or like whatever force user. So he has a lightsaber and now he wants to like inject himself with like force something that would give him powers. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. It'd be interesting if they kind of had it work for a bit, but then it kind of not doesn't work because it's yeah. really early days. Or still, fuck it's, him up. Like it fucks it's him like, up. Yeah, he has powers now, but he's weird. Yeah, he's like uh, yeah, and yeah. it like kills him after after a bit. I don't know what they're gonna do, and that's what's kind of cool is that they just give you little hints, and then of course you know, and then of course Mando found out that Gideon was alive in that episode because he didn't know. He thought he had killed him. Um, so I like that even during some of the side questy things, they give you a lot of kind of hints at like what the empire is up to. And like, this yeah. is obviously not just, I feel like this is his own thing. Yeah. Do you think, yeah. do you think like, cause they still haven't done a scene where he's answering to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like everyone thought that 
in the one where Grogu was captured that, okay, now they're probably going to have an, a scene where he contacts whoever he's working for. You know, but all he says is contact Dr. Pershing and tell him we have our donor. Yeah, I which, feel like this is his own project. Vendetta, yeah. Yeah. Because now, and now there's like not so subtle. I mean, it could have just been a nice little Easter egg, subtle hint. But there's a lot of people who are thinking this particular remnant, you know what I mean? Are the, are the, is the part of the empire, the imperial remnant that becomes the first order eventually. Um, because like with that guy uh, in the mess hall in the last episode saying, you know, people think they want freedom. What they really want is order. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. <clears throat> and oh we, yeah, yeah. And and of course with the cloning stuff and just the fact that Boba was surprised. See, even like innocuous lines like "They're back," who the Empire, well, you know? Oh, but but who? Which ones become the First Order and which ones are saved for the Final Order? Yeah, uh. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that the Final Order is a, its own thing that is on Exegol in some form that. or another. I hate it. Really? It's so dumb. The <laughs> final order. The final order. Call, why didn't we call the the first one that? Then we could skip that step. <laughs> skip that step. Final the order first at the order. beginning. <laughs> I think the first order is referencing the empire because they're they're being like, yeah, we're we're the we're the first time the galaxy's ever had order. You know what I mean? And so we're just carrying on that legacy. But anyway, but regardless of what you think about that, they're probably hint. They're probably what they're trying to do. I bet. They're not, they're not ignorant to how reception, uh, how people reacted, and how people reacted to the last Star Wars movie. So, <clears throat> I I think basically, you know, there's the idiots who are like, they're gonna like remake them or decanonize them. They're not gonna do that. They're not gonna do that. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, but yeah, what just they, move on from them. Like just move on. However, but I understand that impulse. But what they could do, in which which is what I think they're going to do if some of the other projects that they've announced it is sort of like hinting at that they're kind of trying to do what the Clone Wars did for the prequels where mm. there was a lot of, and I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm saying that the reception to the prequels was not universal admiration, obviously. And it's the same thing with the sequels uh, to varying degrees and for different reasons. But what I'm thinking is that Mandalorian and all these other things and a lot of their other projects, not all of them, but some of them are going to kind of soften the wound that was Rise of Skywalker for a lot of people where they, they kind of do the heavy lifting in terms of world building, connective tissue, things that should have been addressed or at least some things that should have been addressed in the sequels to at least give a sense of uh, what's going on in the galaxy and how things came about things that should have been addressed in some way, some things, not everything, but I think they're going to try to like, and there's even the rumor there's a, there's a number of potential. There's some potential, like there there's, hasn't been any leaks, but there's been some hints that the new film that Patty Jenkins is doing um, rogue squadron is actually post rise of skywalker so like and which makes for one i would like actually because that would mean we can have an older wedge back and it sounds like he's game to actually be in this these things again because he he was in the last one so it doesn't have to directly reference things that happened in rise of skywalker in terms of like 
the emperor and all that kind of stuff. But it could be if it's post Rise of Skywalker, that means, you know, I don't know if that means there's a power vacuum again or if it means they're just, it's a new republic again. I don't know what they're going to do. But I think they're going to try to soften the rough edges of the sequel trilogy a little bit um, with some of the other content. It doesn't excuse how initially the, but I feel like people who don't like those movies might give them a rewatch in the future or, or basically accept them eventually because of some other stuff that came out that kind of explained, even though that doesn't, you shouldn't have to like explain things that happen. You know what I mean? It's, the movie should operate. Yeah. But with, with, with um, Clone Wars, it did that for the prequels. There was actually a lot of story stuff in the prequels that was kind of glossed over and didn't make sense or it wasn't really explained sufficiently because George wasn't interested in explaining it. But then the Clone Wars came yeah. along and explained a lot of that stuff. And people were like, oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, there is a lot of that stuff in the prequels uh, <laughs> that I feel like he should have done. Like, because we know he had, like, it written down somewhere. He had um, it, yeah. And, it, and George Lucas, just, it was his idea to make Clone Wars. It wasn't like he was... Yeah, but it's it almost yeah. didn't... Like, um, God, what was it? Uh, I was thinking about this the other day I, for some reason. But it was, I don't know, I forget what it was. But there was a lot of stuff that just is not touched on in the in the movies in general that should have yeah, been. Yeah, I'm of the opinion, I don't get too bent up about things being explained sufficiently until there's a certain point where I'm just like, well, yeah, that should have been explained. It's like they should have gone over what brought Palpatine back. I don't care how you feel about Palpatine <laughs> being back or not. It doesn't matter. I was fine with it conceptually um but they didn't do a good job of explaining it they just kind of did a hand wavy because jj yeah. abrams doesn't like explaining things and it so would have been nice to have great. that yeah <laughs> i'm just i mean yeah it would have been nice if that that was the plan so they could set up seeds for it in the first in two the movies first two movies that's which would have been fine like it's that would have made like... sense in the the last jedi if there was like Snoke hint. dies in the middle of that movie, or yeah, essentially in the second yeah. act, but yeah, yeah. And you're like, what the fuck could just happen? And so it would have made sense near the end of the third if act. Kylo you hear came like, across like a hologram, or yeah, not to spoil it all the way, but there's yeah. got to be some sort of seed that's like, okay, so Snoke wasn't who we thought he was but there is still this big villain that mm. and then we go oh it's definitely palpatine or oh it's someone else but you set it up yeah, so it's exactly. not like this so it's not just it doesn't feel like you're missing a movie between last jedi and rise of skywalker you're just like wait <laughs> wait yeah. a minute which i yeah, yeah i'm fine with the, him being back i mean you know, some people know. hated it and i'm i'm just i'm I mean, just it's not glad. the best it it's not the it best. is really it's it's very death star 2 -y. um but you know yeah. in even more kind of ridiculous than even the second death because building another death star makes sense from an imperial perspective it's not like they were just like guys no i guess yeah. we're not doing that anymore it did take, it's not like they, uh, <laughs> you know it's not like they would just give up but it did take how long? Well, I guess that. Well, I was going to complain about how it took 20 years to build the first one and only three years to build the second one. I think the idea was that but, they were already building a second one. Oh, 
Oh, okay. I think that's what, how it was explained. In I was going to say they already knew how stuff. to do it. Like they, they already knew how to do it. They sure. figured all the, the shit out. Of a lot of the stuff that took them so long had to do with the actual laser. Yeah. And once they figure that shit out, you know, and in Canon, by the way, in Canon, by the return of the Jedi, the emperor was already building star killer base. So like, um, so he was already he already had like people working on that like mining. He's just the, obsessed with, with giant, giant balls <laughs> <laughs> that, that shoot that shoot out things at other over balls. everyone's face <laughs> over, uh, onto other balls all over. Uh, he's obsessed with dominating via large he balls. It. He loves it. I mean, literally, his plan. He just took all the middle middleman out of it. Out of in by the time you get to Rise of Skywalker, Palpatine. His his whole like trying to look like a leader or like a politician is just completely gone. Like he's just like, I will hold a gun to every planet if you don't let me rule this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, I will blow you up literally. I have a thousand ships with Death Star guns ready to blow up yeah. anybody who doesn't do things my way. <laughs> like, I wonder what like I mean. I guess just the feeling of winning, but like the, but his ultimate goal for him and, <laughs> and I guess dictators in general, like what do you get out of it though? Like just you're already a, there's just people that like having power over others. I that would yeah. I would be a terrible emperor of the galaxy because I don't really give a shit that much about ruling over people. Um, I don't want to do that. It's way too much responsibility. <laughs> I have no yeah. desire to do that. I have no desire to be president or any other kind of. I even have problems with being group project leader in school sometimes. So like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. like that kind of attention. Were you ever group project leader? Though? I was a bird watcher. I was the director. Oh, you were the film director. class. Yeah. And then and I was a couple of, of, what was that movie I directed? <laughs> something in Chantal's house that I actually have no idea anymore. It was, hang on. Kylie Bird wrote it. Kylie Bird wrote it. She's got to have the script. We have to. We have to get her to find the script. And I won't hear any. I don't know where it is. <laughs> like I won't she knows hear any it, of that. She find knows what you is. wrote. Seventeen or how long ago was it? It was in like junior year, right? Yeah. Fifteen. Find what you wrote fifteen years ago. <laughs> I know you have it. <laughs> so we can look at it. Please. I know she listens to this. Kylie Bird, I swear to Christ, if you don't find that fucking script. Find the script. We need to remake it. <laughs> we need to... <laughs> it was about something. Uh, remember, that's where, you know what? <laughs> you know what comes from that? What, what, what comes he's going to suffer. And he's and not, not going to like, like it. it. <laughs> I don't remember if that was her line that or was... if I improv that line. Yeah, but... I think you improv it. But I don't want to take credit. If it's in the script, then we'll we'll eat crow. But um, that I was think such you a improvised. strange film. Mm -hmm. Is what it was. Remember so when we, the when plot? We... <laughs> hang on. The plot for anyone so, so they have context was. By the way, I directed this because we were in film class and it was like who wants to direct and i was like i want to direct and then <laughs> I want to direct. and then i was like i'm also gonna star in it <laughs> but you're such a prima donna yeah you know, like zach braff in garden state yeah and i'm, gonna, where I got the and idea. I'm gonna be in it and i'm gonna <laughs> um that's where you got it yeah it was about a high school guy who's like 
Innovative. A nerd. <laughs> and once who's interested in this girl. Um, but the girl's interested in like this jock. So he puts a curse. Yeah. It's basically incel the movie. But <laughs> he puts a curse on the jock guy. And then I remember that we filmed you throwing up. We were very disrespectful of Kylie's written word because the first script that she did was the Macbeth script that she, <laughs> she oh, did. Oh, and you guys. And we we did it, and then we totally changed the last fight in the movie. She had this whole idea with, like, it was a... We yeah. Didn't like the, we didn't and like we were the gonna idea. Re we were like, let's make it the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, because we're innovators, and uh, <laughs> it was a good fight, though. It was a great fight. Like it, like went from the street to your your kitchen to, to yeah. the, your treehouse. You had a treehouse at the time. Yeah. What? And, uh, How did it end? It was like sticks. Like we had like bow stabs or something like that. And it was just I don't even remember. I don't even remember how you killed me, but um, but you killed me, and. Then, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I should have first... been the villain in that movie. Yeah, you were me. Yeah, I was. I was the villain, huh? Yeah, I was, I was Macbeth. No, but uh, so we, we changed the ending. Too. Yeah, we should remake that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we re we 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 completely disregarded her script when we did the ending of that, and then when you did her script for film class a couple years later, you improvised and you. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So it was about yeah, the guy putting the curse on. I don't remember how, what was after that to be honest. I don't remember that movie. I just remember being on Chantal's trampoline outside. Yeah, I think that part was cut out. The trampoline stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know you guys were filming. I don't remember shit, dude. <laughs> like I don't remember this at all. <laughs> but I remember being in her house and I remember filming something. Such a bizarre thing to do. What? What? <laughs> what? That, what we did that movie. It's very weird. <laughs> weird. Um But yeah, uh how do we get talking about this? I forgot. <laughs> we were geniuses. We were we were <laughs> film geniuses. Yeah, who made? Remember when we made that complete six episode Star Wars saga? Mm -hmm. We made it when we finished we it. We did. We made it. Yep. Um, and then we lost it. Damn it. Yeah, it. They're lost tape somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, we almost we 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 got through a bit of a set. Yeah, lots of concept we got art. To we liked we liked talking about making it. We liked. We like drawing stuff, and we like writing stuff, and we like conceptualizing it. But when it comes to the actual, I mean, really, what were we gonna film it on? I mean, was it just gonna? I be bought that way? camera. No, remember that I bought that camera. That oh my I, god, we were gonna we were gonna film it on a mini DV digital camera. Yeah, it would. But it was terrible. like I thought it. I thought it was a good camera at the time. <laughs> Oh my god, you um, got it offline or something. You got it off Craigslist or something. eBay, shit. yeah. eBay. But that's what we filmed that um remember the Anar oh, what was it called? Remember the what's his name? What's what's the guy's name? That had the studio that we were gonna do with that I, we went oh, to the red carpet oh, thing for because he wait, couldn't wait, wait. do it. 
Right. Um, it was uh, Alex. Uh huh. No. Uh, remember when we went to L.A. Oh, we had Lawrence Don Donany. Um, but the guy that knew him, the oh. guy that his he's a younger guy. He's like he's our age. Oh, Alex Capitz. Alex, yes. Remember we're, his we're Vigilante Land. Yes, that's it. Not a good title. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we had all this. We had we, all these we shot that. We shot that thing where he was like getting attacked in an alley, and then he beat up people, and then he goes to a party. Remember that? Yeah. And <laughs> that's we used that camera for that. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were filming it in Jeff's house. And, yeah. Uh, because I'm sure it's it's just as interesting to the listeners as it is to us. They can you know what. Uh, it is because <laughs> they're listening to us, and we're very interesting. I'm sure. Nope. And this is the, this is the minute they decided to stop listening to us. I clicked away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not listening. I was here for. Okay, fine. Uh, the Mandalorian. That's what we were. We're talking. About. It's good. It is. I really it's got love some kinks to the... work out. Yeah, I really love the fucking end of the last episode. The hologram message. You love that? That's awesome. I hated it. What are you talking about? I hated it. Why did you hate that? <laughs> I It was so good. It wasn't. It was. It was a really it was really corny. So? And it, it's totally not what Mandal I feel like Mandalorian wouldn't wouldn't announce that he was coming. He would Except he would because and he he's was like, using, fuck and you, were, bitch. And you could just see people, when I was seeing people react to it, they were like, oh my god, because like Gideon said that in the last season, and he's using his own words. It's like, yeah, we know why it's cool, but that's why it's so obvious that it's, for me, it was corny. <laughs> see, I this is what it, it feels like when I really am excited and I love something, or I like something, and then you're just like, meh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You love that. I did not like that. I wish it was it so good. Away. I wish it wasn't part of the episode. Oh my god. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. You're horrible. You're a horrible person. You have horrible bad face. opinions. <laughs> you do. That was so I don't care how corny it was. I, who cares? Like he's at this point now where he knows that he's gonna fuck him up. Like it was so awesome. I can't explain it. Like There's if it no, was one if it was like one one line from like he had a different kind of speech and he took one of Gideon's lines and flipped it back on him be one thing but he said almost the same thing that Gideon said except reversed and mm. it just for me it was a little too on the nose and it was a little corny well maybe so but the whole a lot of the show is on I'm the not nose. trying to make you not like it I'm not saying you're wrong for liking it I just thought it was corny well I'm saying you're wrong for not liking it there uh, you that's go. what you're saying <laughs> um I thought it was so good. What else was good about that episode, I think we can agree on, is... It was Boba uh, Fett's armor. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. You immediately were like, it looks like a toy now. And I'm it, like, damn it. It, does, it didn't look good. It doesn't look good. It looks like a costume that you would buy at the store. Like when you lose detail, it looks fake. It looks Weird. too way too new and clear. like it doesn't look badass anymore uh like he's been through some shit like it would be one thing if he cleaned it up but it looks like he i don't know it just looks fake it doesn't look as like 
protective as Mando's armor, as, or yeah, or how it it didn't look as good as it looked like protective as it looked. What's in funny is that like I was watching again so. watching other people's reactions, and you can't believe how many people were so excited about how it looked. They think it looks great, but Doesn't a lot of the time. But something it looks just... good in the sense that it looks clean and new. It doesn't look good in the sense that it looks badass. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't. Ha- I didn't have a strong. I th- I think it looks fine, but I understand that it kind of looks. It takes away some something from the armor by having it be so spanking new looking. But um, <clears throat> another thing that I didn't like, and I think you and I agreed, and it was weird. I've gotten into arguments with people about this online, and I just can't help but feel that, man, Tython was so disappointing. Like, um when okay that was cool when you realize that it's not going to be another side quest and they go straight to tython to put uh grogu on the seeing stone or whatever you know i mm-hmm. thought they it's always when they set up something you always have to wait like two episodes yeah to get to yeah it. i was you like oh shit they're just gonna do it just gonna go there. like i was Dude, expecting it looks like rural california it's, yeah it but, didn't look like a planet it just Again, little things like just putting. It did like, look like a planet. No, I mean because it was filmed on a planet. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is that even little things—that's stuff that we complained about with some of the sequel trilogy planets, where it's like if you just put like an, a big moon in the sky or something like yeah. that, it could just yeah. clue you in that it wasn't Earth. Yeah. But you know what? For one, the location I thought was really boring. I I couldn't think of a more boring location because it looked like a, and two, and this feeds into it. It looks like a fan film. It, yeah, Robert Rodriguez has a certain style about his action where he kind of has that low frame rate action. You know what I mean? Where it's like really like kind of janky. Is that what that was? Yeah. It's like I was rate. wondering like. It doesn't look like Star why, Wars. Yeah. That's my you, issue with it. It doesn't look like Star Wars. A lot of the story decisions in that episode were not good. Like not like the overall writing. It was but... enjoyable. I enjoyed the episode. I just, the look of it a lot of the time was very amateurish compared to <clears throat> that's why um if these things i i just these kind of things just pop out to me like in other and yeah. other people they don't even register as anything they don't what even... did you think of the part where she's got the the gunner in her sights and her sniper rifle and it's clearly it it's like two and a half seconds i watched it again it happens faster than you initially does it she yeah. could have taken a shot she, she should have taken have. a shot missed and then he starts shooting and also when he starts shooting she should have just ran horizontally across the rocks and then of she could have stormtroopers remember run away the the prometheus they went to the prometheus school of running away from things yeah <laughs> and she could but like with the rock remember i'm fine yeah with her at, the, at least that was like it was kind it came of fast. really fast it came really fast not enough time to react probably but um, the guy with the with the uh heavy blaster that we we're just talking about yeah he, try, he tries to shoot it and then he gets hit by it. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of problems in the show that's like one very obvious one where it's like there's no tension here i don't feel because she could easily avoid this situation by going mm-hmm. on the other side like if it was a cliff edge and she yeah. couldn't and jump she was down. Trapped. That would be different. Yeah, but this was. I'm going to decide to try to outrun these bullets Lasers. or these these blaster lights. Mm. I don't know why they call them bullets. Yeah, I just <laughs> did that for some reason. But um, yeah, it's like mm, you could choose not to do that, and it would be better. So all the tension I'm feeling right now 
is from your poor choices. <laughs> like, and that was the same thing with the jetpack. Like, that was a poor. Why choice. wouldn't you grab the jetpack when you're immediately? You're you're like your best. It was such a bad story decision that actually, for a bit there, I thought Fett was in on it. That he purposefully asked him to put the jetpack down so he wouldn't yeah. be able to. I was like, is he on his side or is this like, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't tell because it was such a bad. Yeah, like, why would you ask him to put the jetpack down, first of all? Like, why do you care about that and not his guns? Or at least tell him to put it back on when the Imperials show up. Like, put it back on. You know, yeah, or <laughs> at least, I don't know, like, he, maybe he's running, he, he didn't think about it, and then he looks back and like, oh, shit, I left my jetpack. Oh, uh, there's not enough time, and then, and then he keeps running. And then he keeps running. Something. Something, like, see, these little details... They they they're they're the one they're these little things that could just make a scene better like yeah. exponentially just and and not and, and you know it's one of those things where it's like and then you won't have anybody nitpicking it because it's like well he tried it's like or maybe he tries yeah. to he tries to go in the direction where the jetpack is but there's too many imperials and he's just like open openly yeah. getting fired at and he there's and, or they yeah. blow it up they I don't think they wanted to do that because I think they, they're he's they gonna use to it get, in the last he's gonna episode. Use it, yeah. yeah. But so I I actually thought like when he got blown blown back by Baby Yoda with the jetpack mm-hmm. on, it could have been like, oh I fucked it up. Like and it's <laughs> like it was made of Beskar, so obviously that wouldn't hurt it. But that's better than what happened. Yeah, which is just I'm just gonna leave it here. Yeah, and that's something he could repair later, so he still has it for later in the season, but it's malfunctioning for the purposes of that episode if they didn't want to see these are all possibilities that you could have done these are why you need to hire us disney plus (laughs) disney plus not lucasfilm disney plus is the one i don't know who does it you know whoever makes the money and pays pay us uh (laughs) and then we'll make we'll we'll be called nitpicky details that's our that's our department and yeah we go over scripts and we go nope nope yeah no, nope. actually, you know James what? Ratchet. Make the full episode. We'll watch it, and then based on our premise, you remake it. The you whole thing. The you don't just thing. add little things. Because I don't want to read a script. I don't want to read a script. You don't need a script. You don't need a script. You know, Twenty thirty. <laughs> you need a script as far as actors and props and all that kind of stuff. But this is digital age. <laughs> you don't. We don't need, we need a script. Computers and computers and just need money. money. Don't need a script. Uh, that will never not be funny it's so good for those listening who don't know what we're talking about look up look up george lucas lord of the rings it's fucking hilarious (laughs) even though we're we we like the prequels we watch the prequels we grew up with the prequels but it's the same thing like we we hate on them too because we can't because we love them yeah we we love this stuff so like when stuff is kind of done badly or it looks stupid we we make we 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 point it out even though overall like i'm very happy with this season i kind of it 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 doesn't surprise me because i love seeing all these legacy characters like everybody else but i'm not exactly shocked that my favorite episodes of the season basically it was like none of that i mean Cobb vanth was in the first episode but who knows who that guy is except for people who read aftermath which not a lot of people did you know as, as 
Yeah, I know you bought me that book, but yeah. I haven't read it. So I, I bought it for. But what I'm saying is that, like, as compared to the wide, the the total audience of the show, like what one percent maybe, or less than one percent of read aftermath. So like, they don't know who Cobbmanth is. He's just a cool character. You know, yeah, I, mean? I didn't know who he was, and I was like, oh, for some reason, to me, Holofon's in this episode. In this, yeah. That's kind of cool. And then, and then, do you think they're going to bring him back? By the way, I think so. He's it's just an excuse to another excuse to have Tatooine in it because they oh, love Tatooine. True. I really do not like that. Like, that's the only, is that the only thing you're dreading about Kenobi, the Kenobi show? Is that it's all on Tatooine? I hope it's not. Actually, I hope there's a clever way. A part of me doesn't like him leaving. But I hope that they do a clever way, a reason we, they he, can, needs, he needs to leave Tatooine. They can make up a reason, like, where he's like, oh, I shouldn't go. Oh, but I really need to. Like, uh, fuck. Uh, he just I kidnaps, hope everything's okay. He just kidnaps Luke with, like, He just takes him. He just takes him. And just, he's like, look, I need this. Um, I need to be okay. Because I need to watch him. And I'm going to go in danger, but I need to keep him out of danger. But I need to make sure he's not in danger. Where so I need I to go, bring him with goes. me in danger. And, and right. Owen is just like, that's not going to work. I was just like, I didn't want this kid in the first place. So, sure. <laughs> I tell him that daily. That's how I wake <laughs> him up in the morning. Luke, I didn't want you. <laughs> okay. He wakes him. He, Owen wakes Luke up like the, the kids and like the guards and beyond or beyond scared straight that come and wake the kids up and drag them to their jobs. It's like, go the fuck. Get the fuck out of bed. Go work on the moisture evaporators. I can't, I can't, I, I know that I don't like speculating about like, Ooh, they should put this character and this character should pop speculate, up. Speculate. speculate. No, no, wildly. I'm saying, but I think in the Kenobi show, I think there is a 99.9% chance that we will see young Luke, like 10 year old Luke. And he's going to look very similar to his dad. Who cares? Honestly, huh? like, unless what, what's, what, What's the story well, service? Could that no, possibly no? I don't serve? think there's gonna be a story. I think it's maybe gonna even end with him watching him from a distance or something like that. Like in okay. Rebels, you see that like briefly. He's like watching. He's far away and he's looking at the homestead and you see a little Luke. You don't even. So, he's like this big and he's like just going across and heading home. How many years after this is take place? Ten years. So he's about ten. Okay. So yeah, no, no, there's no. there'd really be no reason to. Like he couldn't take. Uh, he knows I guess about. They, he knows a, who he is, but he doesn't know anything about the force. The so comics, there couldn't. Yeah. In the there there comics, could be nothing about that. Like, yeah, but no, I don't think he's gonna do that. But I think there's probably gonna be a moment where the two characters are on the same scene. Maybe Luke doesn't know he's there, but I can't help but think because he doesn't. He knows about Ben Kenobi, and in some of the old comics and stuff like that. There were a few times where he met him. He could have like met. Him. That's fine yeah. if they meet, but there's nothing they could do story wise because no. yeah. it's, it's. Except for really subtle things for the audience. Really where he looks at the camera and go, someday, <laughs> you know? Like, it's like. Yeah. Like if they meet, uh, they could do something dumb where it's like dumb but like fun where they meet and then uh, fucking maybe Luke's in danger. Or mm -hmm. something, like, and then maybe, like maybe he rescues him from sand. Yeah, or... and then he's like, "How'd you?" Do that? And he's and then he's like, "Oh, one day I'll tell you all one about day. it." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Crazy, just take me home." You I wouldn't want to bitch. force it. <laughs> and he's like, "Someday there will be a new hope." 
and he looks up he looks at the the sunset and it's like and they do that thing for the billionth time because you know that's a way to appreciate a really amazing moment in a film you copy it over mm-hmm. and over again <laughs> yeah george is like i got an idea for the ending of episode three we're just gonna have the same scene except it's gonna be all you know what it worked in that and okay. it's gonna it's gonna kind of look as good because it's gonna look fake but it's gonna be the same <laughs> thing and he's gonna be on that farting animal from episode one because everyone loved him so much and he's going to yeah. be writing one of those and he's going to go and then Baru is just going to accept it like she's not going to even question him he's just going to she's just going to go thanks and walk away and then Obi-Wan's going to do the little mustache thing no, where not even just, like that not even a thanks but more of like a thanks I was expecting this and I'll raise this child as my own like I always thought I would have to because <laughs> I don't want I any mean, of he that. could have easily he could have easily called ahead probably and was like yo I'm going to <laughs> get ready bitch here's your nephew or whatever he is he just uh, flies over and drops the kid like he drops the baby and he's like catch and <laughs> why I call him Skywalker he just drops him <laughs> <laughs> he calls he's like Baru Owen why do they call him Skywalker uh, Ben what, are you, what the fuck are you talking about here's why catch they know him ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know. He's been joking about this for years. If Anakin ever has, if Anakin <laughs> ever has a, a a kid, I will drop him off at your doorstep, Harry Potter style. That's why he kept telling Anakin that every like while while training him, it's like, my God, Anakin, if you ever have a child, I'm gonna drop him out of the sky. <laughs> and that's why he turned to the dark side in the first place. It's really his fault. He keeps He's threatening to, to kill my future children. And then once I knew I was actually gonna have children, I got scared. And- that's why. He was so frightened in episode three because he thought <laughs> he that Obi Wan wanted to Obi Wan, yeah, and he it he felt that Obi Wan might actually take Padme and drop her out of the sky because <laughs> that would technically be dropping the children out of the sky all at once, and it's really his fault. <laughs> Lucasfilm, this take, is all take notes. Um, in this the is all really. This is all. It's in the subtext. It's in the subtext. And confirmed, I think, by George later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you talking about? <laughs> Mandalorian's good. Yeah, it's good. But not good enough. I think episode, the, the, but not good enough. It's not. It's not good enough. What does it that could mean? be better. It, it could, could be better. But don't say it like that. Like, but not good enough. You're making it sound like you're giving up on it or something. Oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna keep watching it. Obviously, uh, really by the bad. way, like unless episode, <laughs> unless, yeah, unless, unless the third season is like god awful. It's like but, heroes. Uh, it's like heroes level. Oh man, that show was too bad. What happened to that? <laughs> I just wanted to yeah. make you sad. Um, what I was gonna say is the in this last episode, what's Bill Burr's character's name? Mayfeld. Well, his arc was great. It was great. And we didn't even think he would have an arc. Like, yeah. the fact that we were, like, immediately, like... Because even people who really actually weren't into his character from the last episode, they thought he was pretty one-note. You know? It was like, oh, it's Bilber. But then they actually gave him a character this time. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, a real character. 
and who's really good um i wouldn't be surprised if not his acting was really good too acting was good too i wouldn't be surprised if bill burr had something to do with that i mean maybe they already had the idea for the episode but i bet early on they were like you know maybe we want to bring you back at some point and i bet he was like okay as long as i have like something to chew on this time you know what i mean not just because there actually wasn't there was a big action scene but he was just driving like he didn't he wasn't a huge participant participant in the action this time around except at the end and so um it i think he was probably like he was probably looking forward to it because he actually got to like you know act (laughs) instead of just be like what is it with these jedis you know (laughs) i'm from new york that's his thing (laughs) um his uh scene his scene with the imperial guy um who who was the night king in um fucking game of thrones is that that guy yeah and huh. uh, he was—he's in a bunch of Rob Zombie movies too. He's a good actor. He's okay. really—he could just play a real slimy guy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Weird. He looks not good. He looks better as the Night King. Anyway, um, <laughs> like if I imagined how the the the, the guy playing yeah. the Night King would look without the makeup, I would without think it makeup. was a better looking man better looking guy <laughs> sorry but um no that scene was really good the it was like it was like inglorious bastards or yeah yeah or fucking uh, it reminds no, it was more me like of... Django and Jane <laughs> yeah that's exactly what I thought of <laughs> and, Jane. and I th- I thought like, he was gonna resist. die I was afraid that yeah he'll... I thought he was gonna die like yeah I was like oh my god this is just like Django and change he's gonna die right now and then they let him but go you know what I bet that was I wouldn't be surprised if the initial pass of the script he totally died and then they were like that that's cliche like why does every time that kind of thing happens it's a death sentence for the character yeah can't he get out of it you know what I mean like and you know what I mean like I thought they like he shoots the guy and then there's that moment of silence and they just look at each other I honestly thought he was gonna get shot through the back or something like that. me too and that would be it um and then mando would have Glad to get it out didn't happen on his own yeah but i like that and i also liked when he was like i didn't see your face here and he gives him the helmet you know i have a didn't we talk about this we talked about when we were playing Fortnite. if that might come up later the fact that he's yeah. in his face yeah like they could bring him back i was theorizing like some there's a rumor that he's seen mando's face and so people come and we think he's gonna actually betray mando uh, well, the because... fact of the matter is, is that he scanned his face. That's also not a possibility that the Empire might get a hold of his face. It might just be in the network yeah. now. Yeah. It, they basically like they bring it down to two people. Well, two two insurgents. One of them scanned his face. The other one was Mayfeld. You know, this might be our guy. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. It could be cool, mm-hmm. but yeah, and the way he he blew the station up and was was like we all gotta sleep at night yeah (laughs) that was good (laughs) and they they referenced operation cinder they did i thought that was cool well well, but the only thing i didn't like about it was because i watched it like i've watched it twice and i watched that scene a couple like a few more times but it was like the guy was like man who knows his history or whatever i'm like it happened happened five years ago (laughs) not even that not even Man, it's like, oh, you mean that galaxy-wide event that happened? Shit, man. Uh, someone was actually uh, made a good point on Reddit about this the other day. 
how they made a good point how whereas the death star was probably fairly well known but not a lot of people directly had any they didn't really have direct contact with it you know what i mean so like it was just a thing that happened that they had nothing to do with in fact in a recent comic that i'm reading one of the characters was not even sure that it was a real thing because he was like yeah i heard about it and then it got blown up i think like like that's all he knows about it because he's not yeah. he's like well i'm not really it was fully functioning for a few days yeah he was like <laughs> so yeah and the guy was like oh well you know i'm just i'm not really up to date on current events or whatever like he's just one of those people in the galaxy that is not an idiot but he just doesn't give it a is shit a galaxy about. it yeah. is a galaxy so operation cinder though affected at least dozens of planets and so I have a feeling Operation Cinder is more well-known to the galaxy than even anything the Death Star did because they, like, fucked with people's weather and killed thousands of people on a bunch of different planets when they did that. So I have a feeling that, you know, and the whole idea the guy was talking about, you know, Bill Burr not only... He, he was given no choice. That's why he decided to blow up the, uh, the, the fuel that they were, they were mining on that planet, you know, to sleep at night, of course, because it's the Empire. But also, it's because the guy directly said, yeah, we're going to use this to uh, wreak more havoc so that, you know, people will welcome yeah, us. Yeah. They're, they were, they were going to do something that made it seem like maybe they were going to pin it on the New Republic or make it seem like it was outlaws or something, and then the Empire would swoop in and save somebody. You know what I mean? Like, they were going to make it seem like the empire needs to be here in order to maintain some kind of peace and order. Yeah. And, and then Bill Burr like was like, that's not happening. No. And blew up. <laughs> but, but of course that's not, that can't be the only place where they were going to do something like that. I mean, yeah. I have a, <clears throat> I have a feeling that that's a long-term goal for the empire in general. Um, but anyway, yep. Good stuff. You know what? other show is good it's his dark materials is it good it's i've so seen like good. the first five episodes of season one so i should probably rewatch him and then just keep going it is so good is it a, is it a nice <laughs> like, uh is it a nice reward after being so disappointed by the yeah. movie i was telling jeff this um last night because i had i watched i got up to date last night um <laughs> Remember when the yeah the movie came out and then I hated it. I was like, mm -hmm. it's not good. Um, and then when I was still like trying to get into film, mm -hmm. I was like, I want to do this as a TV show. Well, yeah. they did the thing that I wanted to do perfectly. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty I mean, much. Um, I mean, there's some things I'm sure you would do differently, but you know, probably, but only because like I'm annoying and. I hate to stray at all. Well, from it's kind of like if you were a diehard Lord of the Rings book fan and you saw Lord of the Rings, even though they're excellent films, you'd probably still be like, mm, I would have done this and that. And yeah, like this. I personally probably wouldn't have changed the year that Will's world, like our world, is set in because it's mm -hmm. modern. And obviously, it wasn't written in modern yeah. in modern times. It was written to take place in two thousand whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but. So I would have been like, well, let's have it set back then. But there's really no reason to do that. There's no need. Yeah. Um, it's just a detail. Uh, yeah. Even though 
I think <clears throat> actually I think Harry Potter the movies do take place in the 90s but they don't like they, <laughs> they, they do and they, they don't. do because it's canon because I think we see the graves of that oh. gives the dates of when they die but it and, doesn't do uh, anything to make it a period piece yeah like it, clearly <laughs> it doesn't show smartphones doesn't. so it doesn't show smartphones but it does show certain things so we could tell that's not take place in the 90s but whatever um we're not talking about that we're talking about a good show mm -hmm. uh full of good things not things that annoy me like the harry potter movies you can have a whole thing about that <laughs> um we should we should just, just have complain about harry potter for two hours but also bring up stuff you liked because it's got to be balanced a little bit because <clears throat> yeah because then i could talk about because i like those movies and so i can talk about how much i like them but then bring up a bunch of stuff i didn't like because there's plenty of things yeah movies. we should do that but the his dark material show is so good first of all i love that, that it's called here his dark materials, his dark materials and not the, the golden, golden compass, compass or northern lights which would be weird for the seasons that take place that aren't part of that book mm -hmm. um so they called it what the series is called it's kind of like it's kind of like a song of ice and fire like yeah probably should have been called that but game of thrones is such a cool title so like <laughs> yeah game of thrones is a cooler title and that's probably why they called it that yeah i'm fine with that because i don't care about those books as much i guess mm -hmm. um and that title works for for the whole show for the whole yeah it's the whole show i mean it's the whole in fact some yeah. of the other titles are kind of weak sauce compared to that one yeah so <clears throat> what are they a feast of for crows storm of swords uh clash of kings the winds of winter works. yeah it's not out yet still it's not out yet a dance of dragons could have worked has that one been out that one's been out since 2011 oh is that the last one yeah Oh my god, it's been almost 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he needs he's to gonna fucking up. die before he finishes. He is. And that's supposed to be the penultimate book, not even the last book. Yeah. There's that one, and then he has to write another one. And he's like 70 it's years like old. Like a thousand, yeah. And Didn't, he's not we in saw good him health, at Comic Con, so. remember? Yeah. Not like really. He had a posse. He had a lot of orbital people. Mm. They were orbiting him. Mm -hmm. Because. Mm hmm. <laughs> Okay. He's, he's, he's a big guy. Yes, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to go. All right, guys. This has been Dale Podcast. I'm um, not really sure if this is going to be a mini sode or it's going to be a main episode. I don't know. It's only the two of us. It's kind of like a quick and dirty, kind of loosey goosey thing we did today. And But I enjoyed it and enjoy um, it. Has ha have had a nice co host in Rocky, who's the who's the obvious sidekick to me because I'm the main yeah. guy. <laughs> um.